Hello and welcome to what I do believe, and this is quite special, the 100th episode of the West Beach Challenges podcast. And I thought actually it's just come at a really, really good time because I want to talk about everything I've learned from working with women for the past five years and how this knowledge has influenced how I'm going to be changing the six-week reset come at the January intake. So if you're already working with me or if you're thinking that you would be interested in working with me, do take a little listen because there's so much that I have learned on this journey of trying to help women find a pattern of nourishment and movement and training that makes them thrive. And I really don't think at the beginning of this journey, I had any idea of what actually impacts meaningful and lasting change. And I know I've talked about it on previous podcasts, but if I think right back to when I finished my personal training qualification, I was thinking, well, this is going to be really straightforward and easy. So if somebody's living in a body that doesn't feel very fit or very healthy, feels heavier than they like, all I'm going to need to do is give them a calorie target and then I'm going to have to give them some exercise. And then it's just going to be like magic that everything will fall into place and they'll suddenly be living in a body that they love. And, you know, they'll just naturally find this pattern of nourishment that they enjoy repeating and that my job will be done. And I really couldn't have been further away from the truth. And I think the reason I enjoy working with women so much on helping them find this pattern of looking after themselves better that is gonna make them thrive in all aspects of their life is the fact that actually, it really isn't that straightforward. And I think so often the things that we think will take us to this happy place. So we think that we just need to weigh less and we just need to stop eating sugar and we need to cut out the bread and maybe we need to like ban booze for like months at a time to actually affect any kind of meaningful change. And what I have learned over the years of working with women is the things we think we need to focus on are probably the things we need to give least attention to. And I have actually redesigned this next intake around what I've learned and around what I have found to be most effective. Because to be honest, if it was as straightforward as giving you a calorie target and basically setting you some exercise to do to help you move in the direction of travel you want to go in, then, well, I don't think I would still be in a job because it would be really easy. And I already know that if you are listening to this and you currently are stuck, you feel like your body is less fit than you wished it was. And maybe you feel quite heavy or sluggish in your body. and You don't really feel like you've got any kind of pattern of looking after yourself properly. It's not lack of knowledge that's keeping you stuck. It's probably not even lack of understanding things like energy balance that's keeping you stuck or you know the your inability to find an exercise routine that you really like that's keeping you stuck because we all know that we can go online we can find a calorie calculator we can like plug in our details so like our age our gender our height our activity levels and we can come up with a magic number and um you know we can also log onto youtube and find like a whole host of different workouts to suit whatever your 
exercise preference is. So it's not really the lack of information out there. Anyone can find themselves a workout video and anyone can find themselves a calorie target to follow to reach the goal that they desire. But the thing is, those things aren't really what matters. And the more I have um, worked in group settings and with one-to-one clients, the more I realize we've just got fat loss completely the wrong way around. Almost to the point now that I really have started to believe that we just need to flip things on um, their heads and we really need to kind of make sure that we're getting a fundamental pattern, a blueprint, if you like, of looking after yourselves better, so kind of firm as your foundation that we don't even think about things like calories initially. So calories in versus calories out, because all of that is just kind of clouding the picture. It's making you go straight into a diet mentality. So obviously we're coming up to January and you might feel like you um, have overindulged and maybe eaten in patterns that haven't really made you feel great and you do feel sluggish and you're just thinking, well, at least get to like the first or second of January. And then you'll completely rewrite the program for how you're looking after yourself. And there is a problem with that because you're still going to be looking for this kind of intensity. You're still engaging in a diet mentality, this kind of all or nothing. And what will happen if you fast forward and if you're really honest and you look back at your diet history is you'll go hell for leather. You will cut out all of the foods that you probably actually quite enjoy and can enjoy in you know the correct quantity and you'll burn out. So you'll get sort of two to three weeks in, you'll be really intense with the diet. You'll be really intense with the exercise but you won't have learned anything. You won't have started creating a new identity for a person who actually nourishes themselves really well the majority of the time or trains consistently. Instead, you've just gone straight to intensity. You burn out, you feel really disillusioned. You're stuck back at step one. So even if you manage to lose, I don't know, say you wanted to lose five or six pounds and that's what you managed to do by being really super intense, the likelihood is that that six pounds will just go back on as soon as real life resumes and you suddenly want to be socializing again and you realize you've got some holidays coming up and you just end up ping-ponging, always chasing a scale weight goal, always kind of thinking that if only you had more willpower, if only you were better motivated, maybe you need to wait for motivation to happen to actually make meaningful change. And I'm just here as a little voice of reason to remind you that that isn't going to be what's going to take you to a sustainable, happy place. And just for a moment, have a think about your dream body. So, you know, this, I think we all have a notion or an idea of how we would like to be looking and feeling in our bodies. And if you think about that, think about the kind of habits and behaviors you would need to engage with to inhabit that dream body. And it might be that it's a body that you've inhabited previously. So think back to the behaviors and habits that you had that enabled you to live in that body composition. And then I want you to reflect on your lifestyle now. And sometimes when I do this work with women and they start thinking about 
previous body compositions that they've inhabited, it might have been that they were, you know, significantly younger. They had um, a significantly different lifestyle. They had a lot going on. Maybe it was very chaotic. So no kind of like set meal times, didn't really sit down with family to eat, maybe smoking, drinking, kind of partying quite hard. And all of these things kind of created an environment for you to be living in a different body composition. It might have been that you just had a lot more free time on your hands and you were able to sort of endlessly go to cardio classes to burn off what you were eating or, you know, really be very um, militant with your intake. But also I want you to reflect about when you were living in this sort of dream body composition, how healthy were your behaviors around food? What was your body image like then? Because I think this is a really interesting question. I think women particularly, and particularly the women I work with, are never happy in the bodies that they're living in. So, you know, if they're looking backwards in time, you might actually realize that when you were in that 20 year old body, you still didn't feel really body confident. But now when you're looking back at it, you were thinking, oh my goodness, I didn't know how lucky I was to be existing in that body composition. And again, if you're looking back at your 30 year old self, your 40 year old self, etc., you might always just be kind of trying to hold on to a previous identity or a previous body composition that you lived in, rather than just kind of acknowledging that you are currently living in your body composition. And this body composition has been created by your current lifestyle and behaviors or the behaviors and lifestyle that you've probably had going on for a good few years. So for us to make any meaningful change, we need to make sure that we are addressing your habits and behaviors one thing at a time to ensure that we start nudging it in a direction that's going to mean that you are more health seeking, that you are looking to protect your future self, but you have to let go of those previous body compositions and identities that you've had. And we need to get really much more concerned about building a new identity. So, and I would say, and the first thing I want you to do, so if you have signed up, I've got some getting started information that you'll be, um, able to access via the member space, but it is just coming to terms with and accepting the body that you're living in right now, today, and to appreciate it for all of the things it's done for you, because you really can't hate yourself into change. You can't shame yourself into change. Um, the more you do that, the you're just so much more likely to just stay trapped in that diet trap of intensity, being all or nothing, being really dichotomous in your thinking around um, food being good, bad. And the problem with that is the more you engage in that kind of diet cycle, the more you're going to be breaking down your trust in your body and you're going to start to lose trust that you can make decisions that line up with the goal that you've chosen. So it really is quite a detrimental, quite a destructive cycle. So I want you to have a think about that. So the things I really have learned, and this is why I have redesigned this next intake, I'm not going to be asking for scale weight. So previously, I would always ask um, for how much you weighed so I could calculate your calories. But for all of the reasons I've just discussed, I have decided that this isn't something that is very meaningful. I don't think it is a great focus. I want you to become much more focused on the actions of 
a health seeking lifestyle rather than measuring it with a metric like body scale weight. I want you instead to really start thinking about how it feels to live in your body, how it feels when you start moving your body more, how it feels to live in your body when you start nourishing it more. And when you start training, how does that feel in your body? And I think we can get so, so distracted by scale weight. And if you think back to all of the different scale weights you've probably been across your lifetime, has it ever led you to you know being completely satisfied to the point where you don't feel like you need to jump on the scales again probably the answer to that is no and that might even be one of the reasons you're listening to this so i just want us to get rid of it i just don't know if it is a useful metric particularly if you've had a really complicated relationship with your body maybe with food i just think if we could park it over to one side and start to imagine what a life would look and feel like if we didn't have the metric of scale weight and chasing an arbitrary number on the scales as our one and only goal. And I often say to the people that I'm working with, if you do think back to all of the times you stood on the scales, if instead you had taken action, if instead of standing on the scales, you had dropped to the ground and done 10 press ups, your body composition, the type of body you were living in right now would be entirely different. But the problem with standing on the scales is it can be really disheartening. The change on the scales is often not linear, so it often doesn't follow the pattern that you would expect it to be following as soon as you adopt these more health-seeking behaviors. And that can be really derailing because it can derail you and stop you embedding these health-seeking behaviors that I want you to become quite laser-focused on. Because I know now from my experience with working with so many women that it's the actions that you need to start embedding as the fundamental principles of living this more health-seeking life that are going to affect the most meaningful change. So I'm not going to be asking for scale weight. I have no interest in how much you weigh. I also know from working with women who exist in different sized bodies that there is no direct correlation between the size of body you're living in and your body image or your relationship with food. And actually, sometimes people living in smaller bodies may have the least body satisfaction and also may have the most broken relationship with food. So I'm really looking for something much deeper when you are coming on this reset now. I want you to start feeling better in your own skin, feeling like you're able to accept yourself exactly as you are now and realize that you deserve to be looked after better. Because there is something as well that I just feel as a trainer now that I do not want to be um, participating in is this idea that smaller is always better. So living in a smaller body is more valuable, that it is going to give you happiness. So again, I think we can start to get really curious about that. When um, you come on the six week reset, there is a whole um, a whole chapter, if you like, on a kind of emotional eating and about body image as well, because I think doing some journaling tasks and starting to really kind of look at your beliefs around why you might be chasing a certain type of body composition is really, really interesting. Because if you really do boil it down. What you're wanting to do is you're wanting to feel stronger in your body. You're maybe wanting to feel a bit leaner in your body, like you've got a great body composition to future-proof yourself, that you feel energized, that 
you feel like you can turn up in every single aspect of your life as the best version of yourself. And none of those things are actually going to be measurable by scale weight alone. So my request is that you leave the scales. I don't know, maybe just chuck them out or give them to a charity shop because I want you to instead invest in going on this journey of finding autonomy. So feeling like you're much more in tune with what your body needs and maybe the types of behaviors and habits that you've had previously that don't really serve you, that don't lead you to feeling great in your body. So going much more um, inside, if you like, and doing that kind of inside work. So rather than kind of just judging your body from the outside, thinking about how much it weighs and how you wished it weighed less, to think instead about how does this pattern of being affect how I feel in my body? How can I do more of the things that make me feel great in my body and less of the things that make me feel not so good? Because what I do find is when people focus on finding this pattern of nourishment, training and movement that really do genuinely make them feel like they are thriving, the body composition stuff does just work itself out in the wash because I don't want you creating a body that you're not going to enjoy looking after. I want you to have this bespoke blueprint, this lifestyle that you have created that means that no matter what happens in life, you just know how to look after yourself. So even when you're really, really stressed or you don't have much time, you know that there are certain actions, certain fundamentals that are going to be um, sort of non-negotiable for you. So getting some movement into your day, getting some training done each week, even if it's sort of small sort of snacks of training, making sure that you are prioritizing fresh fruit, vegetables, protein at mealtimes, having all of these different fundamentals is gonna future-proof you. It is gonna make you feel like you can start trusting in yourself again. That Even when things are really tricky, you know, very securely what you need to do to make sure that you're continuing to feel like the best version of you. So definitely that has been maybe one of the biggest changes of this next reset, that there's just going to be a different focus. I want us to have a focus on abundance rather than any type of restriction. I want you to be thinking when you're serving up plates of food about what you need more of, not what you need less of because I have spoken about the milkshake study about a trillion times, but there is actual evidence that when we think we are eating something that has less calories in it, that our hunger hormone will actually be higher than if we ate or drank exactly the same thing, but our belief was that there were higher calories in that food stuff. And I think that piece of research, which was amazing, um, if you want to look it up, it's the milkshake study. And they basically gave participants exactly the same milkshake, but one set of participants believed that it was a diet shake and the others were told that it was a luxurious, very high calorie energy dense shake. And those participants, that had the belief that it was a diet shake had higher levels of ghrelin and that is your hunger hormones the thing that makes you kind of eat something and then probably like snuffle around in the cupboard because you don't really feel satisfied so over the next six weeks what i want you to be doing is to be looking for more nourishment i want you to feel like you're really looking after your body so not only are you satisfying your physiological hunger but you're also satisfying that kind of emotional hunger and you are elevating your plates of food 
And the other thing that we will not be doing on the reset is calorie counting. So I I don't actually think in the last few intakes I have any, have had anybody kind of take up calorie counting. And instead, what has been like about a zillion trillion times more effective and just more realistic and maintainable with real life is to follow something which I call the plate method. And in the plate method, you just think about how to create a nourishing bowl or plate of food very simply by starting with vegetables. And I just want you to be thinking that half of your plate should be filled with non-starchy vegetables. So that's going to be the things like your greens, your salad leaves, your peppers, your cucumbers. Um, So all of those types of foods are going to be in abundance on your plate because I'm going to do a whole separate podcast on nourishment again but again just having that thought like how can I get as much variety into that half of my plate how can I make sure that there's as much color there as possible because we do know when you are wanting to feel better in your body if you have a healthier gut biome you will be feeling better in your body and all of those little bacteria in your gut like eating and feeding off different types of fiber so getting more variety of vegetables onto your plate is going to be so so key as well as having more fiber in your diet meaning that you're going to feel more satiated so you're going to be feeling fuller for longer and there's just so many benefits to obviously introducing more veggies so again thinking about that as half of your plate A quarter of your plate will be a lean protein source. And again, I will go into this more specifically in the nutrition podcast and you will get in your members area a breakdown of more information about nutrition. And then the other quarter of your plate will be your complex carbohydrate. And I do think carbohydrates get a really bad rap. And I think there's, well, there's just so much um, out there which is sort of misinformation. And I want you to actively be including carbohydrates. But again, I want us to be thinking about the type of lifestyle you have and the quantity of carbohydrates your lifestyle needs. So with the plate method, it's a quarter of your plate as starchy carbohydrates. That's things more like your rice or like a nice slice of sourdough or your pasta. So just making sure again that it's just a better balanced plate. So we're not spiking your blood sugars. We're making sure that you've got a good balance of all the macronutrients. So there you've got your protein and your carbs, your starchy and your non-starchy carbs. And then thinking about your fat source. So ideally, the majority of the time, that's going to be a healthy fat source like olive oil or a sprinkle of seeds or a teaspoon of nut butter. But again, thinking about the quantity. So getting that balanced plate of food is going to transform the way you're feeling after meals. And then the very final bit, but actually maybe the most important bit when you're using the plate method is the shizzle. So the shizzle is the thing that you add at the end of the meal, at the end of preparing your meal to elevate it. And it's like this little extra token of love. And that might be a little drizzle of sriracha to give it a little bit of spicy kick. It might be a squeeze of lemon or lime. It might be chopping up some herbs, but it's something again to remind you that you are worth it, that you have spent some time creating this meal and that you have put some thought into it. And what happens then, I think, even like on a 
physiological and emotional level is you just feel more satisfied. You feel like you've had a meal that's been put together, that's been thought about, that is going to kind of tide you over till the next meal time because you haven't been thinking with a diet mentality. You haven't been thinking, oh, how can I eat as few calories as possible here? Instead, you've had a switch in mindset and you've been thinking completely differently about all the things that matter so variety protein vegetables so just again just having that that mindset switch is going to be huge for you i'm just having a little look down my notes about other things that have changed because some of you might be listening and you might be like well, i don't really even know anything about what the reset is um so i suppose i could talk to you guys about that and in a nutshell so there will be more written information when you sign up that you can have a read through but there are four fundamental things that i'm going to be working with you on over the next four weeks and when i say i'm working on them with you i am actually coaching you so it's all hosted on a app which is the west beach fitness app you have direct access to me via the chat function because it's a group training program, it means that there's gonna be a small community of people all going through the reset at the same time, which is really motivating and really inspiring. So again, you'll be able to support one another. We have a live Zoom call where we all get to see each other's faces, have a bit of a chat, maybe about the things that have previously kept us stuck, the things we're hoping to achieve, et cetera. Um, and then we go through this six weeks together and there can be daily support on the chat group from the group. Um, you know, if you're coming up with any problems, it's likely other people have the same problems. So it's quite a nice, safe, closed forum for you to be able to make sure that you're kind of staying on track or if you're struggling with something that you get the help that you need. And I am in that group. So I'm always going to be there to answer questions as well as you will get linked with the kind of bigger group on the, the Facebook West Beach community. But again, if you're not on Facebook, that doesn't even matter. So now I've got my app, all of the support and all of the coaching that you get directly from me one-to-one -one is via the app. So you don't, I know lots of us now aren't on Facebook. Do quite like to encourage people to join up just for the six weeks, because it's quite nice to see what people who, you know, maybe reset themselves years ago are still up to in sort of embedding these like nice loving habits. So that is um, what happens on the coaching side. And then the four fundamentals are obviously going to be getting you to move more. I'm going to be getting you to train more consistently. Training wise, there's so many options and I can bespoke it to you. So if you can't um, do impact, if you want strength only, if you like a bit of a mix of cardio and strength, whatever it is that you need, I can make sure that you know where to go on the app to get at the push of a button, the right training video for you. We also have live training, strength training on a Thursday night that you do get invited to as part of your reset as well. And that's recorded if you can't come in live. Um, other types of training are also on the app now, which is quite exciting. So you do get access to Pilates and to yoga, which again can be really nice things to kind of intersperse between your sort of strength training sessions. Um, so it's all there at a push of a button. So it's on demand. You don't need to be anywhere at any particular time. So that's the training element. Nutrition wise, I will be uh, giving you things like shopping lists to make sure that you have cupboards and fridges and freezers filled with the right types of food. So you can just pull together a plate method 
style of eating no matter what is in the fridge or no matter how desperately you need to go to Aldi so it's going to give you loads and loads of ideas about how to prepare um, how to meal prep etc and on the app there are some mealtime templates that give you just a really rough idea of what it would look like to kind of hit your protein um, on any given day but I do not prescribe meal plans I'm not going to tell you what to eat I'm going to give you something which is much more powerful, which is the skills and the knowledge to prepare a plate of food, no matter what is in the cupboard, because actually it's really useless for me to tell you exactly what to eat for breakfast, lunch and dinner, because you don't learn anything from that. So instead, we're going to do the real work and you're going to learn about proteins and how much protein is in different food sources that you like and you know the same with sort of carbohydrates for you to start really thinking about right have I got a protein source have I got a complex carb have I got some non-starchy carbs to know what your healthy fats would look like too so that is the the skill and the knowledge that I'm going to be imparting to you over the next six weeks so in addition to the kind of more education side I'll also be dropping a webinar because I want to give you skills. I want you to feel autonomous with your health and fitness. I don't want to feel like it's something that I'm prescribing to you. I want you instead to actually do the work and do the journeying so you actually feel like you've got ownership over this new pattern and this new way of being because that is so much more meaningful. And then the very last piece of the puzzle. So you've had your nutrition, you've had your movement and you've had your training and the last bit, but maybe the most important bit is mindset. And this is about really taking your brain um, on the journey of this lifestyle change, because there's no point you just taking on board uh, a different set of habits that don't really feel like they belong to you. So kind of just, if I told you exactly how I live my life and you replicated that, again, it might be fine for a week or two, but soon it would burn out. You wouldn't really identify with that type of lifestyle. Maybe it wouldn't really tally with the values or the things that are important to you in your life. And again, maybe that's why if you think about previous diets that you've been on, the reason they always kind of burn out and you end up back at square one, if not maybe like a couple of steps further back than that, is because the changes that you were trying to embed they they didn't really align with the type of person you are or the the type of lifestyle you really want to lead so with the mindset work it's really about starting to think about your why so if you're wanting to be fitter and healthier I get you to do some journaling tasks about why this change is so meaningful and to to then start making sure that your actions can start lining up with your goals because so often we have these kind of arbitrary goals or you know i want to weigh less or i want to uh be fitter but we never really link it with what's important in our life so i try and get you to link your goals with what is actually meaningful and what actually matters in your life so maybe it is being a really fantastic parent and being really present with your kids. So then I would ask you, so what would, 
how would being fitter and healthier and better nourished, how's that actually going to help you achieve your goal of being like a better parent? And to really start to think about it, because I think we so often stay on a really surface level and we we just kind of chase fat loss because we feel like that's the only relevant goal without actually ever really thinking about what does it mean? Why does it matter? And how would it impact the things that are most important in our life? So during the six weeks, I'm going to give you different tasks to do. Some of the tasks are around looking at your maybe beliefs or maybe any stuck narratives you have around um, dieting or around certain patterns or behaviors of eating. Because again, sometimes we just sort of get stuck with a certain internal narrative that isn't really very useful and isn't really serving you anymore, but we never really take the time to challenge it or to think about why we hold that belief. And it can just mean that we are stuck chasing something that actually isn't very meaningful, that actually wouldn't positively even impact on the things that really matter in life. So on the mindset side, I really encourage you guys to get out and get your steps whilst maybe listening to a podcast, because you need to get your brain on board and you need to start listening to the voice in your head, because it is the voice that you listen to the most. And if it's a voice that is always kind of trying to shame you or kind of put you down or is a very negative voice, we need to start addressing that because it's going to be very hard for you to affect meaningful change if it's always coming from a place of not really liking yourself very much or um, kind of, you know, when that voice sort of is telling you things about maybe not being good enough or the fact that you're never going to be able to stick it out and, you know, you're not really somebody who exercises or nourishes themselves very well and you are a sugar addict or, or whatever internal little voice that keeps going on repeat that's keeping you stuck we need to start listening to it we need to start acknowledging it and then we need to start challenging it and changing it because you don't have to change your lifestyle but you do get to change your lifestyle and that's a really important mindset shift you have to start realizing that it's a fantastic and very privileged position to be in, to be able to affect meaningful change in your life. So you don't have to go out and get your steps. You don't have to nourish your body more optimally, but you do get to do these things. And even sometimes just changing that wording in your head, like, oh, I really should exercise today to I get to exercise today can be enough to make that shift so much easier. But again, there's lots of mindset tips um, that I'm going to be giving you over the next six weeks. And I am going to get you to start doing some very simple journaling, both in the morning as part of your morning routine and um, in the evening to kind of just set you up for the next day. But I will have a separate podcast that I get you to listen to. So hopefully that gives you a little bit of a flavor of what the six week reset is all about. Really, I think what happens when you sign up to do the six week reset is you are committing to working on yourself, on your body image and your relationship with food for six weeks. And you are committing to putting yourself first for a change. And I would say nearly 100% of the women I work with are not very good at putting themselves first. But by actually signing up, and paying for the reset, it means that you are really serious about affecting positive, meaningful and sustainable change. And you are committed to doing the real work. So not just following somebody else's 
pattern of being, but actually finding out what pattern you want to embed into your life. What is going to be enjoyable? What are you going to enjoy repeating? Because it's those habits and behaviors that you do enjoy repeating and you do consistently repeat that are going to reflect the type of body composition you're living in and how you're feeling in that body. And ultimately, we all want to feel better. So if you are ready to go on this journey, we have just opened up for the next reset, which is happening on Wednesday, the 11th of January. I've got loads of podcasts if you want to go back through the library and just have a listen to any of the titles that kind of really resonate with you. Um, then I would definitely recommend you do that, ideally whilst outside, connecting with nature and getting some steps in. Um, if you have any questions, I'm super chatty on any of the mediums. So you can find me um, on Instagram and message me there at West Beach Challenges or um, flip me an email and you can visit my website www.westbeachfitness.com if you just want to have a bit more of a read but for now I think that's enough for you guys to digest and hopefully uh, you are either already working with me or you're thinking that 2023 is going to be the year to actually say goodbye to diets start understanding how you're feeding your body at the moment and how you want to be feeding your body better and start falling in love with the process of looking after yourself better because you know you deserve it and yeah there is no time like the present all right guys take care bye